14 seconds to go. 31-31. Back dodge the punt. Gets a high snap. Gets it away. It's a knuckler. Jackson takes it at the 35. Picks it up. Looks for running room. He's at the 40. He's at the 45. Welcome back to another edition of The Substandard, sponsored by Tripping.com. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you, The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at our podcast and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review. Gentlemen, how are we? JVL, what's going on? Getting ready. Getting ready for the big game. How are you holding up? The big game. The team. How do you feel? Question. Are we only allowed to call it the big game mm-hmm. on this show? Yeah, because of you got know, a letter from the National Football League. If we, if we call it, this is one of my this is one of Beth and I's favorite pastimes in the weeks leading up to the big game mm-hmm. is to go through all of the ads in the various ways they try to skirt around it, and it like it is it is definitely gotten to the point where the big game is such an obvious code word that dog whistle that that the I'm surprised the NFL hasn't tried to like trademark that as well. I had no idea that you couldn't say that. You can't say that. That's you can't you can't say the name of the big game. You have to call it the big game because if you call it the name, you have to pay for it. You have to pay for it. Oh my god. Do you know what I like even it's more? It's not like than the that. World Series does that. Nope. Or... Only the National Football yep. League. What I like even more is watching the lengths to which they go dressing up football player endorsers in commercials where the sponsoring company hasn't wanted to pay the NFL because there clearly is some legal bright line. So if you play for the Chiefs, you can be with a plain red jersey with maybe your number, but maybe not your your number. number. I think you can have your number. But no logos of any sort, and I probably not your name on the back. So a lot of times what you'll see is they'll – to get around that, they'll have like a red T-shirt with the pads over top of mm. it, or the eye black. Yeah. And it, anyway, it's just hysterical. It's it's. I I feel like Paisanos does this. Oh Is yeah, that, of course. Paisanos has their own sponsorship team of athletes, which makes yeah, no it, sense to me. It's, it's like fascinating. Just I saw a collection. Well, Ryan, of Carri- Ryan like, Kerrigan yeah. is there. And, it's like uh, the it's like the Brian Eastern Jordan. Motors. Oh, I love of, that one. You know, pizza chains. I wanted to download that song, Eastern uh, Motors. Eastern Motors. <laughs> Do you have your that on your iPod credit. when you're working? <laughs> These are, great. once again, the local DC Sorry. people Doesn't will the, get this. Santana Moss, they all were... play that at Hoya Games? Uh, not that I know of. I, I haven't been I to believe, any of the games. I believe that they, talk, the Georgetown are, band Wait, are we going to talk about college basketball? Whoa, Sonny. University of Virginia defeating Duke. At Is that Duke. right? I'm now, once again, Suddenly, a giant I forgot. UVA fan. <laughs> I have always loved the Cavaliers. Yeah, Suddenly, you're Sonny Wahoo Bunch. I'm just, I'm so glad that our coach, who has a name. How about that player of theirs who scored all those points? Let me tell you guys, I was so shocked that number did that thing. (laughs) I was just blown away by it. And, you know, Duke, you know, nobody likes Duke. So everybody was on team team Cavalier. Uh, And frankly, the fact that if we don't uh, leapfrog Villanova, it's a travesty. We should be number one. Number one. Actually, Duke is the good guys. 
Uh, usually I cheer for Duke. I actually do oh, usually what? cheer for Duke if, if they're not playing oh. UVA. Are you kidding? Oh. You know what I like? This is your awful. worst opinion ever. You know what it I like? It is your worst opinion. You know what I like? I like excellence. I cheer it's for Duke. <laughs> cheer for the Patriots. If you like excellence, for. you should be cheering oh. for Kentucky and John Calipari. Well, I mean, who wins I, without I, pretending I, to be a you know a good guy yeah, who's yeah, out there yeah. trying to do things you know the right who, way you know with who, all of his you know, players who don't graduate. You know who's great is Coach K. Coach K loves America, loves the military. Coach team Team USA back to With back JVL to victory is about at the to have an aneurysm. The only person who is better than Coach K in college basketball mm-hmm. is nobody. He's the best. <laughs> oh, I don't know nobody. That's mm. that's that's how my father in law, who grew up in North Jersey and went to college in North Jersey and has never had a child attend Duke, but who wears Duke paraphernalia <laughs> literally every day of his life. That's exactly how he <laughs> thinks about this. Coach K, great guy. He's like, it's yeah, a, he a, wins, and he does it the right way. He wins, and he does it the right way. That's a weird thing. It was, no, I, I will say, this is, seriously, this is like the first college basketball game that I've watched from more or less start to finish See, I would have in the last three that years. when you were at UVA, you were like, you would have been like a super duper college basketball fan. You would have been at all the games. No, and I was. Cheering I was definitely not uh, having I, opinions. I was. I would say that I takes. Did I, you camp out? No, 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 no. I definitely went to more college basketball games than college football games because going to college football games is terrible. Why would anybody go there? G- college football is the worst. I mean, it's just why would I want to watch minor league NFL teams play their shoddy brand well, on the other well, crap ball but you do but, get to get thrown up on by idiot 20 year olds yeah, i mean it's that's a, but at the the college basketball games are a lot of fun because it's kind of like a more you know buoyant atmosphere it's a more intellectual atmosphere let's be honest and also the college game is closer to the professional game in basketball than it is in football well i always went to the georgetown tailgate never went to the georgetown game because well it was it wasn't D three, but it was Patriot. Did it anybody? Was Patriot League. Did anybody go to the Georgetown football games? I assume if you games? had family, friends, and relatives, you would go to the game to watch them versus Iona. Plus, watching or football, Holy Cross. Watching football in person is just an abysmal mm-hmm. event. I mean, mm-hmm. football really is a sport that was made for television. It is a. It is a. Watching basketball in person is 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 much better. You you get see. a you get a real sense of the speed and the size yes, of the game. Definitely. But like watching in a football stadium, you're way far off mm-hmm. the action. Mm-hmm. Well, like, not at Georgetown. Well, okay. <laughs> no, you could get really close. At those well, yeah, games. but then you're but then you're basically just watching middle schoolers play. So, Big Junior, do you remember the kerfuffle oh. that the answer mm. caused when what? he on campus? Oh, the answer, yeah, said that. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, if I was if I was on the football team, I'd be starting quarterback, and we'd actually win a bunch of games. Do you remember this? No, I don't remember that. Oh, but of course, that's true. I've seen, I've seen, the, I've seen the clips of him yeah. playing in high school. He's insane. He was an insane player. He was the well, he's, he's top just, quarterback in the state of Virginia. Yeah, yeah. junior and senior. He could have done anything. I remember seeing him hanging out on campus when I started as a freshman. I would see Alonzo Morning on campus, and then as I was on my way out, I would see um, Allen Iverson on campus. I think he only had one tattoo at the time. He was a fine arts major. Mm-hmm. Alan Iverson was a fine during his uh, unfortunate incarceration. Don't know what you. I forgot about that. Uh, But uh, no, I I don't remember that. But you know, I also don't remember much about the uh, tailgates because they ended up getting banned. It used to be a giant parking lot, and it was just where where was this? This was like behind campus where the football stadium was. Yeah, in Georgetown for the for the uh, for the huh. Georgetown football games. Um, so they have a little uh, stadium in the back. I thought I Georgetown. I wouldn't call it a stadium. I thought Georgetown didn't they pl- even have a football team they until did. like very recently. They did. No, they've always they had. They play in the same field as Georgetown Prep. 
Seriously. No, question. no, I'm no, not no, trolling. no, no. Do they I don't know if prep com- No, no, prep is up in uh, Rockville, that area. You go all the way up Georgetown Pike, and then prep is up there. So it's very oh, far distance oh, away. Okay. Um, but the Georgetown football team has been around uh, for, I don't know, over a century. It's where they came up with Hoya Saxa, was what rocks. It was that whole Greek thing. They had a player. Uh, on the Georgetown team in the early, like in the 1900s, named Charlie Barabbas, but he was a bench warmer like uh, like Rudy. Give us! And so towards the end of the fourth quarter, they'd start yelling, <laughs> give us Barabbas! <laughs> anyway, sorry. Sonny wouldn't get this joke. I don't understand that oh, reference. It would have been so, so great if I had been there. <laughs> you could have probably played. You were right. Okay, do, all right. Do, anyway, to really... <laughs> do, do, do. What is that? Do, do, do. It's the sad Charlie. Sad oh, yeah, Charlie that Charlie one. Da, da, da. Yes, right. Like that's from, very good. from mm-hmm. Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. That's very good. He's literally right. got his head down right now. <laughs> if we had the Facebook Live cameras mm-hmm. in here, you could mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about something else. Okay. Something Move on. Oh, sure, sure. Wait. Let's talk about the Eagles. Oh. All right. By the way, really quickly about the uh, jerseys uh, controversy. About the yes. Jersey. You know how I would go around it? I would wear a jersey that said, like, the, instead of, the, if you couldn't wear Miami Dolphins, I'd say the Miami Sharks. And instead of <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, I'd say Dallas Knights. That's what I would say to any Oliver Stone fans out there. If you've listened to the weekly substandard Oliver Stone episode. That was episode 37. No, I'm just kidding. JBL, So I now have a theory. And my theory is that this Eagles need to lose. Oh. Okay. Let's see how you've talked yourself into this. (laughs) Joss Whedon often makes the case that there is a difference between what the audience wants and what the audience needs. The er case of this being cheers. The audience was desperate to have Sam and Diane get together. But what had happened? But the audience needed them not to get together. They needed to be kept apart because that is where the life force for the show came from. That's where all the energy lies. The Eagles fans want the team to win a Super Bowl. But what if they need them not to? Because right now we're special. The the misery and futility and the anger and the passion all mixes into something that is big and cosmic and real. There is this exquisite tension between being and becoming. Between being and becoming. And this exists... Are you about to go Red Dragon on us? This exists... Because they have never won a Super Bowl. He just, if we ate, win a, a he Super just Bowl, ate a piece of artwork. If we win the Super Bowl, <laughs> suddenly we're just like the Steelers or the Giants or something. We're just another passionate no, fan base with a bunch not, of criminals who, not. who run into poles on the right. subway. Okay, first off, let's not. You're more like, I don't know. The, the Ravens. Whatever. The just Ravens. pick some yeah. garbage team with animalistic fans. <laughs> and we don't want to be that. The Raiders. Oh. The Raiders. Actually, well, no, the Raiders are better than. Uh, no, I don't. no, wrong. Yeah, but if if we lose, we maintain our purity. And so I think, of essence, I think, <laughs> very good, Sonny. That what Philadelphia needs, and what I will personally be rooting for, mm-hmm. is for a very close and noble Eagles loss. And I will count that as a win. Eh. It's like a win-win for you. They lose you know, and is, yet you win. This is like this is like when uh, the this is this is a, a true story. Uh, when I was at the Weekly Standard many years ago, uh, I went to Vegas for like whatever for uh, 
bachelor party or something. And when I was there, it was the week before the Packers were playing the Giants, I believe, in the mm. NFC championship game. And I, I placed a wager on the Giants because I'm a Packers fan. I was Smart. like, happiness. Smart. It was, it's yeah, happiness yeah, yeah, yeah. insurance. Yep. That's right. And it's then a the hedge Packers, on your happiness. Packers lost, and I was still very angry. I was so angry, I never even cashed the betting slip. Whoa! Never. I have even a question. Cashed How the much slip. did you wager? Say it right. <laughs> Introduce it? your question correctly. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry, Victorino. You ahead. have to form how, your questions how, in the form what, of what a am question. I supposed to say? What am I to say? Question. How much did you bet? Oh, question. How much there we go. did you wager? Do it right. Don't laugh. <laughs> Do it right. It's a new format. Do here. it straight. Yes. Go ahead. Answer. Question. How much did you wager? You're still laughing. <laughs> You're still laughing. Right. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Question. I guess we'll never know. How much it did was, you it wager? Was, it was only it was only fifty bucks. But fifty bucks? Oh yeah. I left Mr. Tightwad, Mr. House. So you would have I left hundred twenty five dollars on the table. Because I bet I bet You, you know. left a hundred twenty five on the table? Yeah. What sort of idiot are you? Uh but That's the was, dumbest thing I've ever heard. I was just very sad. You know what you could buy for $125? Two lap dances at... Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. You could buy half of one of these Nike Elite jerseys. <laughs> uh, no, I just... I was so depressed. And then I, I, like, thought about the process of, like, I would have to, like, send it. I'd have to mail it back to the casino. It was just seemed like a lot of effort, frankly. <laughs> it's like $125. Not worth it. The worst would have wow. been... The worst would have been... Had you lost and lost because they didn't cover the spread or something like that, or they covered right? Like uh, they no, lost I bet by only I, two well, points. Or well, something. the the Giants were pretty heavy underdogs. They were heavy underdogs. So I just oh. bet I bet Giants to win. Uh, oh, outright! Instead of, so they just I just yeah. bet the money line, and the money line was like uh, negative or positive one twenty five or something like that. I at think. at the moment, or it was even no, it was even more than that because again, I bet fifty. Mm. The 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 money line was like plus plus two hundred or something. I can't remember. Uh, according to the somebody, uh, I'm sure somebody will go back yeah. and look up that Please line keep and, be like, and be like, you know, oh, here's how much it was. It actually, you would have won seven hundred. Correction, correction, Sonny. I did something similar when I was uh, in Vegas, and it was Redskins Broncos. And I, what I, I, I picked the Redskins, but because I, I said, you know, what's going to happen? The Redskins, this they're going to lose the game, but they're going to, you know, cover. lose by they'll yeah, cover, the, cover. They'll they'll cover, cover the Sure enough, they did. They lost slot by, by three. So that was very exciting for me and my wife. I think we probably that was very exciting for Kate. <laughs> oh, she, Kate I'm sure was she thrilled. was. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she was thrilled as we were going from casino to casino, trying to find the game, and uh, probably got a seafood tower out of it. Hey, you, you never know. All right, is that a euphemism? <laughs> it's a euphemism for a lot yes, of seafood. Uh, that's what. That's right. That's uh, right. Yeah, I, okay, I, yeah. Look, I just mm, I, go I I God, now that we're talking about Vegas, I just really I really we hope the next time show we got to do Vegas. a live show from oh, Vegas. Do you think the all Weekly over Standard that. would pay for that? Fly us all out to Vegas and put us up in a. Yes. We could get a suite at the Win. I bet they're pretty cheap mm -hmm. right now. <laughs> very good. And, uh, Live and, from Olympic uh, Gardens. And, I'd be know, very uncomfortable. We could. We could. Mm -hmm. We. Could, I would feel great. Yeah. You know. No. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's, he's not coming after me. He's not sicking his. He's not sicking his German shepherds on me. Uh, the no, but that I. That was think, the creep. The creepiest thing well, in the whole look. story. <laughs> Look, we, uh, it was we the German shepherds. No, no politics, but that was and the German shepherds weird. that answer commands only in German. In German. <laughs> oh my god! There's a bit of that that's gone on in the history think, of Vegas. How do you think Sheldon Nadelson felt about oh that? Oh my gosh! Do you think they were? Mm -hmm. Do you think Sheldon and 
and Steve Winter friends? That's a thought they were. Are they because frenemies? They're frenemies? Well, frenemies because they're politically aligned. Yeah, I mean politically aligned. Their I, interests yeah. overlap, but yet they're competitors. Yes, and also there's the weird German shepherd. Yes. Thing but but this is the thing. I mean, you know, the old I don't I can't remember his name anymore. The old casino owner of the IP. Remember the Imperial Palace? Remember that place? <laughs> no, that's that still exists. I, th- I don't know if they've blown it up yet, but the old owner Imperial Palace. Yeah, where is the IP. That that's on, like is that in the old strip. It's really it, no, no, no. It's actually on the regular strip, but it's like near Harrah's. You know, I mean, it's just tucked hmm. in. People have forgotten about it. But back in the heyday, uh, the owner of that casino was a huge like collector of that kind of like Nazi memorabilia. And one day he thought it would be cool to like showcase <laughs> in the hall Hitler's staff car. Full on flags and like sexy yeah. models or strippers wearing like sort of wearing Nazi yes Nazi things. regalia yeah that didn't go over well <laughs> apparently that didn't go over well but, yeah look it up it's right. it, it that's a true story well if you um, if you yeah. people out there on Facebook uh, think that we should do a live show from Las Vegas. You should you should leave lots of comments and then maybe we'll get to do it. Yeah, I'm right? not going to lie. Can we crowdsource that, it? Can we, is that what we're doing? I'm not. No, I'm lie. not saying that we should Fund start me? a GoFundMe. Go I'm just saying that like maybe the Weekly Standard will pick up the tab if we have oh, lots of engagement. Oh, I, I, I think so. On our posts, oh. if the three of us decided to like jet out to Vegas for a couple of days, I would 100% do this. Yeah. All right. Well, we we'll figure this out. Where we'll would we stay? It. The win. I'm would we stay you, at the win? We got to stay at the. We would have to stay at the win. Have you stayed at the win? No. I've always wanted to. I've eaten there. Yeah, J-Pod says it has the best uh, buffet in town. Oh, I bet it does. There's a great Chinese restaurant in there I was at. Excellent stuff. We could do a Chinese buffet. We oh, do, my we gosh. We could do a live show from, from every <laughs> restaurant. We could do a live show from the buffet, from mm-hmm. the steakhouse, from the Chinese yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I would have liked to have done one from like the frontier we, we, and do the prime rib buffet, fourteen ninety five. Maybe, maybe we, could even, we could even we could even pitch it to the win. We like, look, we have literally oh. ones of thousands of listeners. Don't you want the free advertising of us doing a, we a must, show? We must have every, some Vegas listeners. We have, people who we have, have literally dozens of listeners, us. people. You know, So maybe you can put us up in a room, a nice little suite with a view. And, uh, I don't give think us, the rooms are all that expensive. I mean, it's, it's, they're not cheap. Oh, oh, oh would no, we have no, to. The winner, we, the win, I mean, the wind's a nice hotel. Would we have okay. to share a room, the three of us, in one room? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, no. Never no. mind. You're thinking about it. No. Never you've mind. Th- you've thought about it. Well, it's I... a big bed. Look, if it's a big bed, if you could do the over under. Didn't were you in a situation like that once, Sonny? In Atlantic City? Didn't what? you have to share a room? Uh well yeah, but I slept on the couch. I didn't sleep under the bed. What, what kind of no, animal sleeps one, under no, the no, bed? Not under the bed, like under the sheet above the sheet. That, ask John McCormick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus. What? <laughs> I just wish I was there. We might want to cut this horse. <laughs> oh, this is all before right. he was married, everybody. Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, quickly, quickly. The, okay. uh, the point spread is wanna... 4.5. What's your prediction? Patriots by four and a half. What do you say? JVL. Yeah, I would probably take the points in the Patriots. Yeah. Over under is 48. Uh, I actually think that I would probably take the under on that because both those defenses are pretty good. Yeah, that's a, but that's a very close over under. I mean, that's a very close. Right. It is. Good. It is. I would take the over, and I would take the Patriots. I'm taking the Pats over the Eagles, twenty-eight to twenty-one. So over, but just barely. You're right about the over. They're they, right. That's they, really that's a good it. line. They've pegged it. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, moving right along, Sunny Bunch. What's going on? Can I get another one of these beers? No, you can have mine. I'm no. sorry, I didn't realize you finished it so fast. You only brought three beers. They only gave she, she only gave me three. Is a cri- we have a crisis. Is this serious? I'm serious. We only have three. 
She could be a. She could be six. Get the rest of mine if you what want, because I still have oh, a shuffle. Oh, oh, take the shuffle. No, <laughs> no. He says no, and Sonny says no. Can't have right. my shuffle. We'll make it up next week. <laughs> I didn't realize that we were only going to have one you. beer. I thought no, you didn't. You said you, we had samples. You didn't yeah. say there was only one of each. Sorry, this is bullshit. Last <laughs> night, sorry, Sunday night, my five-year-old says to me, "You're having another daddy juice. That's two in one night." I said, "Well, honey, they're they're in the tiny cans. So really, if you think about it, it's really like I'm only having one." Mm-hmm. She bought that. Did she buy that? She bought it. That's good. That's good. Kids are stupid. Yep. (laughs) Um, Okay. You know Uh, the half of it. Drinks. (laughs) Wow. Drinks aside, Sonny. What's going on? Everything okay? Uh, Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. Except for the drinks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. He's parched. All right. Well, then. What was the transition? I don't know. I just wanted to see how you're doing and then move over to me. I'm fine. How (laughs) are you doing, Oh, great. I. You'll know about bathroom this update. one. Like, I don't care. Uh, well, bathroom is actually done. Like, I care about uh, So we're very excited, but we'll talk about that in no a little beer. bit. I was going to mention, um, I was up in Jersey for my father's 80th birthday. Your father's 80? Yeah, he's ancient. He was born in 1938. That's fantastic. How was it? Was it great? Wonderful. We surprised them. They were thrilled, happy, everything. But uh, And Sonny knows Stanley. this because uh, on maybe Friday night or Saturday night, it was Friday night, they decided that, uh, Michael, now let's do a movie night. And my father has every movie under the sun. Anytime he walks into, you know, Costco or wherever, and there's usually at front, there's all these things on sale. Oh, I heard this was good. He'll just pick it up. And so you've got the best of the best and the worst of the worst. And uh, I was going through his collection, and what did I find? Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Zack Snyder's masterpiece. To be fair, it was not the director's cut. It was no, not the and a number edition. of our uh, followers and listeners noted that, which yeah. is really—I didn't realize it was that big of a difference. Yeah, it's a huge difference huh. between mm. between a pretty good movie and an amazing movie. Is that right? And a great one of the all-time great movies. So, what happened in the director's cut? Why was he reined in? Was it a studio issue? Is that somebody did, who didn't like it? What happened? Why yeah, did they just run? I mean, run I think there was too a, long. It was it was it was running a little bit long. The extended cut is—I want to say it's like two hours and ten minutes, something mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it has a great song and dance sequence featuring Oscar Isaac. Oh, really? Oscar Isaac. And I don't understand. Before, so and then and then there's like another extended scene with John Hamm. I mean, I like I honestly don't understand, you know, why they had to 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 cut it. They lost two of the best actors of our any generation, frankly. Yes. Oscar Isaac and John. Hamm. But so I thought it was funny and I de- I decided to uh, tweet out the picture, but little did I know my father put a label on his DVD of Sucker Punch that has his name and address. And so this was very confusing. We were all because I just I just I just reached, on the box. Yes, yeah. he put I, it on the box. I because I just quote tweeted you yeah, and right. I was like, hey, look right. at this. They right. got, you should get the extended dish. But right. yeah, it's right. pretty right. good. But uh, why was it on there? My father labels everything, and it's like kind of nuts. And so like he'll like tennis rackets, golf clubs. He always puts his name and address in case you know you never know if you lose it. But there must be something OCD related because why would you put it? Like God forbid, he's thinking he's going to lose Sucker Punch. That's why he decided to put a sticker on it. But he didn't put it. He didn't put it, Sonny, on as I showed you. Not every movie. There was a movie he had from a direct-to-video movie of Steven Seagal called I believe it's called Under Attack, and that one had no label. So in case somebody steals it. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does he lend them a lot? <laughs> no. I mean, my sister, I mean, she'll go in and take whatever if she wants to take him. I mean, he has every movie. We did not end up watching Sucker Punch, I'll tell you that. Uh, not for the kids. I guess it's not appropriate yet for, for children. How old is Oh, Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's no. It's not, oh, yeah. It's no alien. 
So you know what we ended up watching? We ended up watching uh, The Two Towers, uh, Lord of the Rings. Extended cut or? No, the regular. Oh, really? Have you let them watch the first one? Yes. He watched the first one, so he wanted to watch the second one. And then the following day in the afternoon, we watched Return of the King. Interesting, because you know what? It's totally true. You could easily lop off the last 30 minutes of Return of the King. Or the last two and a half hours. (laughs) There are some great parts. You know, the spider is great. You know, mm, and man, no, you know, no, but it's really no. <laughs> no I, well, no, I. But I the first the, two are really good, and when we each, came back home, Michael wanted to go back again and watch Fellowship of the Ring. It's a good movie. Each of these movies are progressively worse. Mm. Every every Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings universe movie has gotten worse and worse. Uh, and look, the first three are are all good to very good. I mean, Fellowship is great. It's amazing. Two Towers is good. Return of the King is a little bit long, but still very good. Mm-hmm. But the Hobbit movies Wrong. just get progressively trash and trash. Now, I, I know that you have this whole thing about Peter Jackson being, you know, uh, overblown and weighs head way up his own ass on Return of the King, but, like, it's. I think you're wrong on this. I think it is generally... Wrong. Agreed upon that you're wrong. You're wrong. You were wrong. No, you are. You're the puppet. You are. You're the puppet. <laughs> No, you are. You puppet. You want to make out? <laughs> wow. No. Um, Not until we get that room at the win. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know, it'll start out as a very tasteful massage, and I'll just say, Sonny, yeah, move your hand a little higher. Well, just roll over. Higher. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, it felt like, you know what it felt like forever? When Sam and Frodo are getting to the volcano. You, Mount you, Doom. Mount Doom. You see the... It doesn't, and it always feels like it's like they've got to be closer than they are, and it just goes odd. Well, you know, if you'd ever actually done any mountaineering, Vic, oh, you'd boy. understand that that's actually what it's like. Like the 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 I'll mountain, never know. The mountain looks like it's right there, but it's still like fifty mm. miles mm. away. Mm-hmm. I've been to the top of Mount Lucerne in Switzerland. We well, took a bus, um, but you know, my father said, his, "What's a mountain?" <laughs> even better, my father said, "The real hero of." Lord of the Rings was Gollum because he's the one because at the end Frodo decided because he said at the end Frodo keeps the ring on and it's Gollum who then fights him for it bites the finger off and then falls into the pit of lava with the ring Gollum was just sacrificing himself for the good of Middle Earth (laughs) yes see there you go yeah we can do this Smeagol Smeagol and he likes sushi there's nothing wrong with raw fish Um, he was he was tortured he was, was tortured. Not... He was. He was spokesperson for bipolar disorder. Yeah. Question. Yes. Vic. No, no, no. Mike Mattis. Yeah. Prefers Legolas or Gimli. Oh, oh no, uh, the Witch King, Agnar. <laughs> really, I'm not kidding you. He loves. He's obsessed with the Witch King. Okay. I would have said Legolas without a question. Um, <laughs> Uh, I had completely a s- hairless below the eyebrows. Oh my god! Uh, believe what's crazy is uh, I was thinking of Arwen. Come I was on, not, thank you. Love Come them. on. Love, well, you know that's how they do it in in the elf world. You know they they shave everything in the elf world. Um, okay. Um, I had a, let's <laughs> pretend I had a segue. Speaking of mazes, over the weekend the Maze Runner Death Cure took the top spot at the box office. That was released in theaters. Oh. <laughs> 23 <laughs> took the top spot 23 and a half million followed by Jumanji still going strong at 16.4 million and then Hostels in third place with 10 million 
Um, what is the, has, has anyone here seen the Maze Runner? Anything of the series? Anything? Literally, have never no. seen a Maze but, Runner. But but Sunny has seen Hostels, which looked like a yeah. big fancy. I have seen Hostels, Oscar yeah. style yeah. movie with no. Christian Bale. Yeah, that could be Did like for next out? week. It was maybe a, it's it next was week a, westerns. Yeah, we, maybe we can come back to it. But okay. uh, I would say I, w- I was a little bit surprised that it grossed ten million dollars. Frankly, I was expecting this to do like five. Um, yeah, but uh, it's. It's a good movie, and people should see it. Maybe we'll talk about it more. Mm-hmm. Good, more next week. It has nothing to do with the Hunger Games. No, this Maze is actually Runner? no. This is part of this is part of the uh, Divergent oh. extended universe. Hostiles. Wow. It's like Divergent, Insurgent, Hostiles. That's you mean Maze Runner? Scene. No, that's oh. you know the Divergent movies are a different franchise. Of young adult, <laughs> yes, I Hunger do. Games, I do, I knockoff. Do, do but, you? But what do you mean, hostiles? Isn't hostiles the Christian Bale? Weapon? We were just talking about hostiles. Yeah, I'm joking. Oh. I'm saying, oh. I'm saying it's not part of that. Oh. That didn't really work. Okay, yeah, but you know, that's fine. That's okay. All right, fine. Good show, guys. Mm, this lovely, is a great show. Yeah. Um, we wanted to talk sure, about. I'm glad I don't have anything else to drink <laughs> better here. To do. It's. Uh, uh, it's that time of the year, January, when there's absolutely, as you could tell, nothing really in, in theaters. And so we have a little bit of a, we have some backup uh, themes and subjects we think it's time to bring out. And this time we're going to talk about. Really selling this it's well. Really You're really just We're reaching in one. there. And this is, we're going to talk about the Fox Reaching Disney. around. Yes. We're just reaching around. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. The Fox Disney merger, as you know, this happened. Uh, not long ago. Well, it hasn't really happened. No, yet. no, it's no. It hasn't happened. It was announced. It's, uh, it's valued at almost seventy billion. But of course, uh, there are fears about you know antitrust fears. So they want to have these yeah, hearings over the uh, takeover, Disney's takeover of twenty first century Fox that includes film, studio, cable networks, regional sports channels. Um, they say it could be eighteen months away, but what what is happening here? What's the big takeaway from all of this? Does it include the regional sports channels? Because I know it doesn't include Fox Sports One. Well, that's good. Um, I I, no. I I assume that trying to glom Fox Sports onto ESPN would have created a real like yeah for the two percent market mm-hmm. share that Fox Sports has. Uh, you know. Well, this is how you always avoid antitrust is by maintaining a fig leaf of yeah. competition. Yeah. Uh, JBL, you probably have more thoughts on this because you hate capitalism and corporations. I do would hate you, capitalism. You would you could that you, is could you true. share fact you check? Sh- true. I, I I'm not even joking oh, here, true. and I don't think JBL is either. He does actually hate yes uh, corporations and capitalism. Right. You know, I I mean, I care about this only along two vectors. Uh, the first vector is about what it means for Marvel. And the second vector is what it means for Netflix. So those are the only two things I care about. So if you'd like to talk about those yes, and put absolutely. an order in the go machine, ahead. I can do that. <laughs> um, we I need mean, you to kill about <laughs> 10 minutes of time, so go for it. The So the, the proximate cause for this is because Disney wants to kill Netflix. And the way to do that is by creating... A, they have a giant streaming service, which they announced six months ago. Call TBD. Everything about the Disney Giant streaming service, TBD. Nobody knows what it is. I don't think Disney knows what it is. It's not that it's some big secret. They just haven't thought it all the way through. They just decided, huh, well, you know, uh, we think that the future of streaming streaming is important. And we think that uh, the future of streaming belongs to intellectual property. We have a lot of intellectual property right here. And so they want to stand something up. Uh, You know what? I did an interview with, with our buddy, 
Richard Rushfield, uh, who runs The Angler nice. a few months ago. And I asked him, I said, is it possible that Hollywood learned nothing from the music industry's encounter with the internet? And he said to me, Hollywood has learned nothing from the music industry's encounter with the internet, which I find amazing because I, I generally think that despite the fact that we all pretend that people in Hollywood are stupid, that that's actually not true. Uh, they make a bunch of choices which make sense when you look at how incentives are aligned. Mm -hmm. And they're actually, Hollywood is run in large part by people who are pretty, pretty sharp. Um, and ruthless. And awfully ruthless. Yeah. Uh, petty, but ruthless. Yeah. So a, a big part of this is about absorbing the Fox library so that when the Disney streaming service, whatever it is, comes up, uh, they will have an enormous amount of material, and it won't be Sharknado 7. Right. Uh, they will—this is—I mean, people don't even realize, when you talk about Disney, it isn't just the Disney movies. Disney has, like, five channels already. I mean, there are— Hundreds and hundreds of Disney series that are that you and I never see, nor you know, unless you have kids, you never who are watching Disney Family and Disney Kid. Well, they're out. They're all out there. So there's going to be an enormous amount of content. They will, from day one, be Netflix competitive, and I, I find it impossible to believe that Disney is not going to crush Netflix like a bug. My view. Um, <clears throat> the other vector about this is about Marvel. Would you like for me to read some figures and numbers and statistics? Could we, uh, before we do that, yeah. can we just talk about the streaming for yeah. a moment? Yes. So, Sunny. So, you know, my my whole thing on Netflix uh, is that I more or less agree with you that Netflix has no chance in a future in which competition is based on who has the deepest library of things that you are just like, I want to watch X or Y, right? Like anybody who in the last two years or so has turned on Netflix and been like, I want to watch this Paul Thomas Anderson movie has almost certainly been disappointed. Yes. Right? I mean, there's Netflix a, doesn't have ne that because Netflix doesn't, doesn't have, doesn't have, they have a, sister wives season five. Right, right. Right. They've got, they've got, they've got tons and tons of titles and they've got some new titles and they've got some old, but like they almost never, if there's, you know, there's roughly a 3% chance that if you were just like, I want to watch this movie, mm -hmm. you'll be able to see it. If that, so the, the 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 future competition for streaming eyeballs has never, uh, or at least for the last few years, has not been who has the deepest library. It's who has the best new thing right now. Who has the best new content uh, that is exclusive to your streaming service. And in that sense, uh, it is not at all clear to me that Disney slash Fox will have the advantage there because they're still going to have their television channels on which all of this stuff is going to appear, right? So, like, they're, 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 my guess is, my guess, and this is just my guess, is that they're not going to take the shows that are native to FX and say, all right, we're not going to put these on FX, we're going to put them on our streaming mm -hmm. service. At least not in the foreseeable future. Maybe in the, in the, in the, 20-year time horizon and the 10 to 20-year time horizon. Right. But they could if they wanted to. They could if they wanted to. But well, Is so, the point. I mean, right. their field of options is so enormous that they get to choose how do we want to try to kill Netflix. This is why, I, mean, I, I said this a couple weeks ago when we talked about Netflix. Netflix as a corporate proposition is in an entirely defensive mode. Every choice they have made as a corporation has been defensive going back like eight years. This is a company struggling for survival, and yet their uh, price versus earnings ratio is like 300. It makes it, The whole company makes no sense to me. Mm. You know, Disney has a number of different avenues available to destroy Netflix, and I am reasonably confident they will 
do it. Right? I mean, it's like, well, how does Netflix survive this? Disney can sign up subscribers so easily. They have literally dozens of pathways to get inertia. people signed into inertia. the system. Just inertia. I mean, mm. Netflix yeah, ask has, America Online how long inertia Net, will get will get you. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix is incredibly cheap. Uh, just it j- is. It's ten bucks a month. Nobody like ten bucks a month is nothing. Right, and, and uh, so they only. And, but they they're and, jacking it up now. And they have to keep jacking it up. And they have 117 million subscribers already, and that number keeps going up. I mean, I like. I would say I I. I, I it's entirely possible that Netflix is not here in 10 years. I would be shocked if that was the case. Which is something I think you echoed in a previous yeah. episode. Yeah, I, I would. No. I mean, they will be here in the way that America Online is here. America Online still exists. There are people with <laughs> For AOL, old people, yes. There are people with AOL phone numbers. God help me. There are people who pay I heard a rumor about that. I heard, America a, Online I heard a rumor that there are people in. who are paying AOL. Yes. This exists. That's true. This is a thing which is happening now in America. Netflix will not go away. I mean, there will be... You know, some rump of old people who have come to the party ten years late and are still paying Netflix at that point seventeen dollars a month or something, mm-hmm. so they can watch Sharknado fifteen. Mm-hmm. But that's about it, I think. I well, whatever. Where does Amazon fit in all this though? Because they have their own thing. Well, Amazon's Amazon's video selection is just kind of an add-on, really. Mm-hmm. To it's Amazon a hobby, Prime. right? I mm-hmm. mean, and every all of that is in fact a side. The entire Amazon Instant Video thing is a tiny little baby piece mm-hmm. of the Lord mm-hmm. Bezos plan for world domination, right? right? I mean, think of it this way. Amazon Web Services, which is a side project that grew out of just the need to do something and monetize their their IT infrastructure of yeah. the company, yeah. is something like the 200th biggest company in the world, all on its own. Right. I mean, Amazon is so big that eventually Amazon will either eat UPS mm-hmm. or make its own UPS. They will be a mm-hmm. shipping company. Mm-hmm. They will be fully vertically right. integrated. Yeah. yeah. yeah because, With drones. Because well, what they are is they're a logistics company that sells yeah. things. I can't and somewhere, tell you how but, but I am. As small as, as small as it is, they still put out an extremely high-level value production like yeah. the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. You need to watch this, JV. We're four episodes into it. <laughs> ah, and and does it get better? It. He's fa- you like it? Eh, it's okay. Uh, it gets better. It's like woke madman. Yes. <laughs> oh I mean, boy. That is, yeah. Actually, it is. Yeah, that sells it is. me. It yeah. is. But you still got to watch it because it gets better. Okay. And what's her name? Susie. The manager is fantastic. Yeah, she's and good. Tony Shalhoub is great. Yeah. yeah anyway, he does. All right. So let's talk about X Men. Oh yeah. Go ahead. What happens here? Because they were they're not. Mm. Oh wait a minute. I have a question regarding this. In the comic books, since you know I don't read, but I know you do, um, was there any overlap with the X-Men and the Avengers world in this thing? Please go ahead. Oh, yeah. This is a, I mean, it's always a treat when the X-Men and the Avengers overlap in the comic books. And some of the the, the great classic covers are with the X-Men coming on one side, mm. and they're always fighting one another. This is the, no. the genius of Marvel is that even though they're on the same side, yes. they find ways to make them, because nobody really cares about the bad guys in, in the Marvel world, uh, unlike DC, which puts a lot of stock in the villains. In the Marvel world, it's all about the heroes and finding ways to make them fight each other. And so we'll, we'll get to that. 1985, Marvel puts up the rights to Spider-Man for auction. There's only one bidder. I think I know. Can I guess? Go ahead. Harvey? No. No. Okay, go ahead. It is sold to Canon Films for $225,000. <laughs> oh. 
$225,000 for the rights to Spider-Man. Interestingly enough, Canon Films is eventually bought by Carol Co. Mm -hmm. And James Cameron is attached to direct, and he writes something like a 57-page scriptment for his Spider-Man movie. Wow. How, no did idea. I just blow you, your you mind? Just did. I'm still thinking about canon because I loved all their ninja movies in the 80s. Did they, is that, oh, were they the ninja? Oh, oh, yeah. It almost happened. Now, we know a little bit about it. I was not able to get my hands on the scriptment. Have you ever read it, son? Mm, no. So there are, the things people fixate on are the organic web spinner spinnerets, so he doesn't use... It's not a device. It's, it's not a device. It's part it's of his body. Him. There is evidently a scene where he is undergoing his transformation and he wakes up in the middle of the night and is just covered when he lifts up the sheet with like sticky white fluid everywhere. And so Cameron has said in an interview with Collider that he really thought a lot about like the psychosexual aspects. Sounds, of the web fluid. Of, of Spider-Man himself, that the whole thing was about teen sexuality. <laughs> is it though? I mean, that's the question. It, was it about that? Well, I would, what I you know? find funny is that Cameron is a guy who is not really great with sex. That's not well, his forte. Much, like, much like Scorsese, yeah. it's not his forte. That is not his forte. There's like there there's like one sex scene in a James Cameron movie. And it's it's really awkward. No, awkward. No, no, no. Well, okay, two two sex right? scenes. There's the, there's the Titanic one, and it's really an after. But sex. also Terminator. Oh yeah, that was oh, right. Remember, yes. remember that awful in the movie trailer. Really, it was just in, it was in the it was and in it's the got trailer. it's got this like <laughs> Brad Fidel does this like awful like kind of synth romance score for it, and it like <laughs> the tempo speeds up as they get towards the end. I just it's the worst with Linda Hamilton. It's the worst and most Michael awkward Bean. thing yeah. ev ever put on film. So from what I was able to take from my research into this, it appears that Spider Man would have been Cameron's sex movie. There's a scene where he takes Mary Jane up to a bridge and spins them a web, and they start like doing it in the web as it bounces. And there's weird foreplay, and he talks to her about, uh, you know, there's a certain type of spider that likes to tie up its mate and stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue some, talking. This is really good. Some little, I, little a little light bondage with yes. Mary, and with Mary what, Jane. And That's what, fine. And was it happened? Was this an R-rated Spider-Man? It seems like it would have been R-rated. Actually, I mean, yeah. lots of cursing. Yeah, hmm. uh, wow. very. Uh, Who was the villain? Uh, the villain was I want to say Doc Ock. Huh. Fascinating. Never happens. Never happens. In 1993, Marvel is in the throes of bankruptcy. They sell the rights to X Men to Fox for 2.6 million dollars. <laughs> million, yeah. Uh, in 1999, Marvel, having recovered the Same. rights to Spider Man, resells them this time to Sony for. Seven million dollars, and a mere decade later, Disney buys Marvel for four b b b b billion. <laughs> this tells you something about uh, underleveraged IP mm -hmm. and what its actual values are. And then, a mere eight years after buying Marvel, Disney buys Fox for fifty-two point six billion. And this is—I—I I mean, I'm not kidding when I say that I think the the comic book Marvel rights probably make up like 20% of that mm -hmm. deal. Mm -hmm. um, because now you can merge all Marvel IP together, which gives you a way to refresh things without rebooting them. Mm -hmm. So the, the, what Marvel, well, we have the trick Marvel hasn't done yet 
in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is what to do with things once they are stale. And Kevin Feige has, I think, hinted to us that what he thinks about doing is taking them and do what he's done in the comic books, which is to say, make it a diversity lottery. And so we're going to get Anthony Mackie as Captain America, and we're going to get Chick Thor, Lady Boy Thor, and we're going to have... Also, you know, like every all the characters you love are going to go away, and we're just going to replace them with with diversity hires. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be madness from a commercial point of view. I don't think it would do very well. But what you could do is just go away from the characters for a while and make a bunch of movies in this other corner of the Marvel universe for ten years, and then a decade from now come back and play around with the Avengers some more. This is uh, having. Having the X Men plus the Daredevil plus now they have access to Spider Man through their oh, alliance. Did you with mention Sony. the Fantastic Four? Or no, Fantastic Four is coming. They're uh, the, part of this the package. reboot of the reboot of the original. We have never had a truly Marvel has never been able to execute its own Fantastic Four. I like Michael Chiklis as the thing. No, <laughs> there's one thing you liked about it, and it wasn't Michael Chiklis. Invisible Girl, whatever her name was. Yeah, no, Jessica. Alba. Sue Storm. Thank you, Sue Storm. Uh, and what would they do with uh, Johnny Storm slash Captain America? If Johnny Storm met Captain America, what would happen? In the annals huh? of, of geek, I would say uh, Chris Evans occupies a place next to, uh, uh, now I'm blanking on his name, Magneto and mm-hmm. Ian McKellen. Mm-hmm. Guys who have, and, and then Patrick Stewart in the geek canon. No, but actors who have gotten to play well, okay. two iconic okay. nerd characters. Except, except for the fact that the both the Fantastic Four movies are widely reviled and yeah. nobody likes them. I mean, like, mm-hmm. this They're is the terrible. difference. But he's the best part of the Fantastic Four. He's the only guy on yeah. screen who has any idea what he's doing. Yeah, no, that uh, those movies are so bad. Uh, and True. like And like annoyingly bad. They didn't have to be that bad. Who played True. Mr. Fantastic again? What was his name? Oh yeah, Yoan, Danish Yoan Gufford. That's right. Yeah, like yeah, that. uh, Yoan Gruffin. Gruff, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Some Welsh. Uh, yeah. We're going to be corrected uh, on that one. Yeah. Sonny, your thoughts? Well, I, it, it's very funny when this news broke because you know immediately, of course, the the conversation is, oh my god, we can do X Men Avengers, and then all of like the serious film nerds on on film Twitter were like, how dare you? reduce this to superheroes span we're losing a film house here we're lo- mm. it's we're down to five major studios and like honestly not wrong who cares no i i think they are wrong who cares you know where the interesting work is being done interesting work is being done in the small studios in the independent labels on netflix on amazon in the smaller markets in the smaller uh scales you know what the major studios do? They do crap. They do big budget crap. They do Maze Runner games, mm. Virgins, mm. and and then <laughs> Did and you say Virgins, Virgins, and then that, that's it. And you know what? I don't care. I don't let the let all the major film houses die. Let them die and just make their their comic book movies for losers forever. And we'll we grown ups will get mm-hmm. our entertainment elsewhere. What do you think yeah. about that, JB? You know what? If if the recent history has shown us anything, it's that when capitalism destroys an existing order, what pops up is always way better. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Yep. For instance, it, Amazon. Yeah. No, no. We're all way better off with robots running everything and Aren't we? you know, not being able to have jobs. Aren't and, we now? 
Hey, Vic. I had to tell you something. Did you know that the average family visits five totally different websites before booking a vacation rental? You can spend less time planning your next trip and more time relaxing with Tripping.com, the world's number one site for vacation rentals. Tripping.com is trusted by millions of travelers and featured by the New York Times, Travel and Leisure, Forbes, and more. Whether you're looking for a cabin or a beachfront home to get away to this winter or already looking ahead to vacations this spring, Tripping.com can help you find the perfect place to stay. Vacation rentals offer flexibility, perks, and amenities that hotels don't, like multiple bedrooms, backyards, hot tubs, free Wi-Fi, and even fully stocked kitchens. So you can plan and cook your own meals, great for families and large groups. With Tripping.com, one search lets you filter, compare, and sort over 10 million available properties on trusted sites like VRBO, TripAdvisor, Booking.com, and more. Don't wonder if you're getting the best deal. You'll save an average of 18% per night by booking your vacation with Tripping.com. So don't forget, if you want to save time and money while booking the perfect vacation rental for your next trip, head to Tripping.com slash substandard today. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot com slash substandard. Tripping.com slash substandard. Maury's wigs don't come off. Thank you. Um, okay. Do we have any other further Disney Fox thoughts before we move on? All over the place here. It's generally bad for the industry to have. Mm. This is this is yeah. like this is like no, 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 hey, I, when I, that when Magazine no. X goes out of business, that's just better for journalism. Yeah. No, no, it's no. not. No, I, I I am I'm joking. I, okay. I mostly agree. Uh, but that being said, the studios have brought all of this on their own heads by just wagering on tentpole after tentpole. Mm. Um, so the the urge to get bigger and consolidate makes some sense within the uh, absurd world that they've created for themselves. Fair. Okay. Are we ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Uh, Spirit of the Week. Special thanks to uh, uh, some microbrews we received, courtesy of Molly Drankard at Anheuser-Busch. Thank you, Molly. This uh, is awesome. She used to work at the uh, House uh, Conference Committee. And uh, now she's over at Anheuser-Busch. Well, she <laughs> traded up, didn't <laughs> she? Tell me about it. Um, I'm drinking something called Elysian Space Dust IPA. And that really matches me. It's kind of spacey looking. Uh, and it's quite delicious. I'm not an IPA person, and yet I found it quite tasty. Sonny, what do you got? I'm drinking the Wicked Weed Brewing Pernicious India Pale Ale. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. 7.3% alcohol. Whoa. I like that. No wonder. That really put you in a special mood. Yeah. You could have used good. two more. Well, I mean, honestly, one more would have been uh, would have been sorry. would have been fine. But this was very good. JVL, what do you got? Golden Road Brewing's Tart Mango Cart. Mm. Yeah, it's a mango weed ale. I loved it. Delicious. Delightful. Really good. Molly, thank you so much. You could send more if you wanted. Yes. In fact, you know, she said their office, no surprise, on I Street here downtown DC, they've got taps and kegs and stuff like that. And all these, oh, we got all these extra, you know, Stella Artois chalices because they they got swag. They always got swag. And I said, what about your uh, repeal reserve? Apparently, that was a limited time only thing. But if she finds any, she'll bring some over because I'd like to. Can try we do that. a live show? Yeah, from we should do a live show from, from there. From Anheuser Busch. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Actually, I am hundred percent serious. I will mention uh, corrections editions. Everyone's okay. Correction. Oh, please, JVL. The Eagles are absolutely going to lose. <laughs> no, I'm just look. I'm getting my head around it. But as I said to you, I'm glad you're not overthinking it's, this. It's better. Mm-hmm. This is what we need 
because we don't want to become like the Ravens or the Giants or the the Steelers fan bases. What happens, right? What happens? Right. Then you're like, oh, okay, okay. So you you want look. The there are two ways the Cubs, to be special. Right? Yeah. You can be a dynasty or you can be cursed. Mm. Everything else, mm-hmm. you're just another team. Yeah, right. That's right. That's why I like the Redskins. Um, okay. I'm sorry. You got like four Super Bowls. Our entire youth was dominated Most by Most of the Super people Bowl alive on this earth Redskins. have been born after 91. Okay. Uh, I, uh, regarding Corrections Editions, um, the bathroom renovation is complete. It's lovely. Um, I did get a very concerned tweet from substandard listener, my old friend Steve Schmidt, who, after hearing the rat episode, said, quote, your potentially breached sewer pipe is quite serious. Before the toilet is installed, you, has, you should have a plumber use a camera, think endoscopy, Ooh. to survey pipe to make sure no breaks. Otherwise, infestation. It's possible it broke during the demo. That's very smart. Did you do it? No, the toilet's installed. So uh, what I do is, before I use it, I look in the toilet. Otherwise, it'll be like a scene from Ghoulies 2. (laughs) You remember that? All right, listeners, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go to YouTube and type in Ghoulies 2 toilet scene. Thank you. (sighs) Ghoulies. You really didn't? I thought it was Critters. You didn't do it? They're like, don't worry, it's, I'm, I'm, they're sure. It's, don't worry, it's fine. It's That's what the contractor <laughs> said. Oh, the contractor, the contractor said, said, I'm sure it's don't fine. Don't worry, it's fine. They brought the inspector, you it was fine. I, you know, contractors never lie to you in the course no, of no. construction no, jobs, no, so no, you're okay. No, believe me. Um, okay. That's all the time we're giving to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victorino Mattis, at Sunny Bunch. At JB Lass. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in Substandard on a podcast and we're there. Leave a review, tell your friends. Until next time. I do. Yeah, tell me, because all I did was sit around with sick kids all weekend. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, so, you know, my, uh, uh, so I was up in Jersey celebrating my dad's 80th. Um, and I, we, we of course have to go to IHOP because they always do this thing. We got to get you know, after church, go to IHOP. The kids love IHOP. The kids go to a real diner because you're in Jersey. Why would you go to fake diner? It's like my mother. She also uh, likes question, Papa John's pizza. Question. Question. Are there more IHOPs or are there more one-off diners? More dining in Jersey? No, I'm saying no, I, no. But are each there one, chains? Are each there one. Chains? Is it are, are, how many? Are, how many IHOPs versus how many Al and Steves? Mm. They uh, it's nationally. Hard. Yeah, there's more. I'm IHops, sure right? there are more diners. I'm, no, I know no, what no, he's saying. No, I'm I know what he's saying. Individually, I'm saying like mm-hmm. how many IHOPs are there? You versus have IHOPs versus each individual. Diner. diner store. They're all run by the same Greek family. That's like saying. That's you like saying to it, JVL. I was going to say the same thing. That's like saying how many IHOPs are there versus pizza huts, and you're like, well, there's a million pizza places. No, no, they're all owned, pizza they're all owned by the same uh, family. So anyway, I make fun of them because wins. they always get the 55 plus special, right? Which is uh, so they'll get like so I get like the breakfast sampler, which is like two eggs, oh, two yeah, pieces, of, you know, two that's pieces, two of everything. everything. It's two, two of everything. everything. But if you get the 55 plus breakfast sampler, it's one of everything. So I said to my dad, so how about you for 80? Do they have like an 80 sampler, which is like half a strip of bacon, half an egg? And uh, my mother said. Just think, in 10 years, you can order the 55-plus special. Oh, she wrecked you. She wrecked you so hard. That was the worst thing I ever heard. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it'll be fine.